AI is now all over podcasting. And believe it or not, this voice intro is AI generated. But is it good enough to unleash in the wild? In this episode, I'm going to tell you how I cut my podcast workflow in half and how you can too. There's a massive change happening in podcast content production, driven by new technology. Yep, you guessed it, thanks to AI in podcasting. These new tools are revolutionizing the way that we podcasters create, edit, and publish our content. And I wanted to talk to you today about the ways AI is altering our industry, particularly at the indie end. So right now, we're going to explore the wider implications of AI in podcasting and talk about the best tools right now for you using AI in podcasting to halve production time. AI's recent surge has created endless possibilities for content creators. In the context of podcast production, AI is streamlining processes, enhancing content quality, sort of, and even introducing interactive elements to the listening experience. The real AI gold, though, is in its ability to personalize content, making each piece of media feel custom-made for your listener. And that's down to the prompting parameters you're taking time over carefully creating. It exhibits an uncanny ability to analyze and learn from your previous user behavior, making it an invaluable tool for podcasters to tailor their content to audience preferences. AI is also proving to be an invaluable tool in content prep and creation. Various software packages such as ChatGPT, Copy.ai, and Jasper are being employed by podcasters to generate show notes, episode summaries, titles, and even your social media promotional stuff. Revolutionizing your audio editing with AI, is it possible? AI algorithms are getting better at automatically editing audio files, improving the quality of them, and removing background noise or adjusting volume levels of different speakers. It's not perfect, but it's good. Now look, I'm an experienced professional podcaster with a distinct competitive edge in audio engineering due to my sheer experience in it. I've been dabbling with Adobe Audition for more than two decades since it was known as Cool Edit Pro. But remember, this now is a significant advantage for podcasters looking to improve the overall sound quality of their rather amateurish sounding podcast episodes especially when you're faced with limited experience and tighter budgets. Tools like Orphonic have been popular with some DIY indie podcasters for some time now, thanks to their ability to speed up the editing and quality improvement process. But you've now got even more accessible solutions like the AI Studio Sound tool in Descript, and I definitely would suggest avoiding using it at 100% level. Also, a nod here to Adobe Podcast, Yes, their noise reduction tool can be extremely impressive if you're using it sparingly. And believe me, we can absolutely tell when you're relying on it. It doesn't sound great, trust me. So don't run it over all your audio and video content willy-nilly. 
So let's talk more about the AI advantage in podcast personalization. Look, we're jumping ahead a bit here. AI's forte lies in its ability to personalize your content, but we're not quite there yet. We are getting closer. AdTech is really leaning into this. Essentially, AI can detect the kind of content each listener prefers, making it easier for podcasters to tailor their content accordingly. But it's not been unleashed on the wild yet. This is all running in the back end with many company systems. There are platforms such as Audioburst that are already using this sort of stuff for big brands to create more engaging audio experiences that are more in line with what they think their listeners want to hear. On the video side of things, we've got tools like Chopperty and CapCut. Some of these have got pretty advanced features that can make your clips, to quote Gen Zers, pop in your feed. Descript offers a way to automate this process too, but a little bit clunky, to be honest, and it requires a lot of trial and error. Also, AI can be used to personalize the podcast listening experience. For instance, Spotify is currently building AI versions of its hosts for ad reads. That's at least according to the Bill Simmons podcast, which I've linked in the description. The potential here, let's be honest, is immense. In the future, a host might address a listener by their name in a much more personalized ad just for them. But let's go back to the power of AI in content creation right now in 2024. One of the most popular use cases for AI in podcasting is assisting with content creation on the back end. AI tools can generate show notes, episode summaries, episode titles, episode structures even, social media assets, and even blog posts, medium articles, newsletter sendouts. Platforms like CastMagic, which is a tool specifically designed and built for podcasters to generate helpful copy related to podcast episodes, they're paving the way in this domain. Also, AI can aid in creating thematic playlists, creating compilations of episodes based on specific topics or genres, and enabling listeners to explore podcasts with similar themes easily. Now, we'll talk more about cast magic in a second, but let's talk about the no-brainer approach overall of AI-powered transcripts. I mean, let's be honest about it. This is a minimum now for podcasters. These AI-powered transcription services like Rev and Otter have been transforming the podcast industry recently. These services have been using AI and natural language processing to transcribe audio into a text format automatically creating subtitles or captions for viewers with hearing impairments and generating the basis for SEO-friendly content. But that's the 2021 solution, just the transcript alone. That's helping with about 10% of the problem now. It's a must. You should be doing a transcript as a bare minimum. Tools like CastMagic and, to a slightly lesser extent, CapShow are taking this one step further in that they're actually helping to simplify the process drilling down into specific themes. I chatted with Greg at CastMagic to get more insight for you about their tool so you can hear the value offering for yourself. Want to ignore the vanity metrics and get real-world results from your podcast? Book yourself one of my popular podcast audits. You can book one now at podmastery.co forward slash audit. That's podmastery.co forward slash audit.
Cast Magic started as two guys who are running their own VC backed companies had a podcast and like, we don't have the time to run our companies going back to the same story. Like you are doing more than just a podcast. So it's like, I can't do this. So they were able to build cast magic for their own needs. And since they've built it for their own needs, they understand like what we're using, we're, we are the users of this. So how do we make it easier for us, better for us? And now you've got the scale of our entire communities able to say like, hold on, this is how I'm using it. And you're like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Great, I'm going to build that into the tool and make it even better for me, but it's also then better for you. So it's kind of cool to see that happen. So you might have already answered my next question. Um, you know, it's it sounds like it's kind of proprietary, this technology. So that then would lend itself to already addressing the whole thing of, well, what's to stop me just going in chat GPT and setting up some prompts to get the show notes written for me by chat GPT? It goes back to why did they even start it? Because they tried doing it themselves in chat GPT. And you're like, there's limitations, at least right now, to chat GPT. You can go ahead and do it. But like, let's go back to the average user, right? I have so much going on. How am I going to spend the time to set up this tool in ChatGPT to do all the things that a tool like CastManage is going to do? Like, is that best use of your time? I mean, look, if you've got the time, great. But then I'll take it back a step further and go, okay, the three questions that podcasters always ask me was how do I get more distribution? How do I grow my audience? And how to monetize? Well, if most of them aren't even distributing their podcasts across all listening platforms, you think that person's going to spend the time, which they're not doing already, to distribute their podcast, to go ahead and set up all the things that are going to take them the time to do in ChatGPT, and then wait, you are limited to just one tool, ChatGPT, whereas tool like CastMagic, like, we've got a UI that's on top of all these other platforms. So if ChatGPT's not the best one and we want to work with Bard or um, or was it Genesis or something else, like we're able to plug that in there. And you don't have to know how the sausage is being made. You just know things are being done for you and that the team's constantly iterating. And the fact that the team is iterating is such a fast speed. Are you able to do that on ChatGPT by yourself? You're like, oh, I got this set up for what I need it. But then you still stay in a box. And that's kind of what I like about Cast Magic is like we have a community of a thousand people on Slack literally come in there and start asking questions and learns from others. So it's another platform that you're able to. What I love about podcasting is it's a rising tide raises all ships. So like podcasters talk and they share and so forth, not only prompts, but like what tools you're using. So if you just try doing everything in ChatGPT, you're missing out on efficiency, automation, and then technology changes for a larger scale. I think that's a really interesting point that you've hit on there, actually, in, in terms of your Slack community, because I'm obviously, I don't contribute as much as I should. I don't contribute to any Slack communities as much as I should do. That's the time. But what I do love about it is, you, like you say, you've got these threads where people are sort of saying, oh, I tried this and it worked and it's great. And so unlike ChatGPT, which is like every six months, every year, you'll get an update from them saying, we've just added this, we've just added that. I love the fact that you guys are updating this as you're constantly ongoing and you're bringing new updates out there. You're telling people about these updates. And not only that, but you're giving them engineering prompts as well that they like, here's how you can turn your content into, I don't know, a book, an audio book and that sort of stuff. I love, I love what you're doing there. In terms of that, have you, what sort of feedback have you had from your customers that have used those sort of those new prompts that come along and, and they're, they're adding them in? Because obviously, 
you can set your own prompts, save them for future episodes. But what the ones that you're suggesting, I mean, and probably lifting the the uh, the magician's curtain here, but are your prompts better than the prompts that your customers uh, are putting in there themselves? And to that end, should people just sort of like be following that thread and forgetting their own engineering? So I guess to answer that, let's take a step back and at least educate your listener of like, what is Cast Magic, right? So Cast Magic as a whole is a platform that you take any audio or video recording, load it in there, and then we've automated based on the profile, whether it's a podcast, a sales call, a coaching call, a meeting, set presets. So that goes into the question that you're asking in terms of our prompts. So like if you are a podcaster, there's 13 presets that in three to five minutes after uploading your podcast, you're going to get. What I tell everyone is A, it's AI. So always be checking, but add your own spin. Like, so we're going to create this general ideas for you. But then the joy is you can go into our tool called Magic Chat. And that's basically like ChatGPT built in there. And you now can go ahead and come up with your own prompts. So that is the magic. Like if you were to go and said, all right, I'm going to take whatever cast magic gives me in those 13 outputs at face value. Perfect. You could go do that. You don't want to spend more time, but we give you not only a community prompts, uh, a section that you can go ahead and say, oh, I want this prompt. I've aggregated our Slack community of favorite prompts and put it in a document. So you can go and put that. And then you can start asking other people like, this is what I'm trying to do. So like the joy is, is if you and I use the same prompt, it's always going to have a different output because our content is relevant to you and me. So that's what's kind of cool. It's like, once again, Rising Tide raises all ships. Like we can share prompts and know it's not proprietary because it's your words that it's using the content for or whatever that content you're pulling out. So I think it really opens the door of how do I automate this for you in three to five minutes? How do you automate it for yourself by coming up with your own prompts? saving those so that every recording gets this prompt engineered and, and as an output. And then you're able to do what you want. So now you have no excuse. You literally have no excuse to not have a blog that's been updated since August 7th. <laughs> I did it. He went there. He went there. I went there. I went there. I mean, like, that's the joy. It's like back in tw- up until 2023, you're right. Like I've just got to focus. I've got to, I've got limited focus and bandwidth. But now it's like if this is literally writing you a newsletter, a blog, a uh, poem, whatever content you want, you have no excuse not to have your social post done, to have a blog, to have a newsletter, to literally start reaching all the little tentacles of your content. Besides, I want more downloads, more downloads. Stop thinking one trick pony and start thinking about like how do I use automation, AI, and technology to truly get my message in front of as many eyes and ears and uh, people as possible. I love it. And that newsletter thing as well, I mean, that, that is a golden opportunity. I mean, it's preaching to the choir, really. But, you know, I'm always trying to hammer it home to podcasters, you know, build your community because, you know, it's not, that way it takes all the pressure off. You know, when you're posting on social media, new episode out this week, nobody cares, or, you know, fewer than 1% of your uh, the target audience is actually on social media caring about your new episodes. Whereas with the newsletter, you can literally take that content, can't you? And say, look, this is what we had in the most recent episode. Here's a summary. I'm emailing you to let you know about it. Here's the embedded player. Go listen to it now. And that just, that really changes the game, doesn't it? In terms of building that audience. 
I guess I would push back and go like, I think if you play the long game and that's what I, if, if podcasters are so focused, I need more downloads, more downloads, more downloads, right? Like, well, that's still hopefully playing a long game of like over time, the compound interest of your content is truly there, right? So maybe article one today isn't getting a lot of SEO, but if you're consistent and every week for 52 weeks, you put out, you continue to do it no different than your show. That's three years. I mean, think about the interest that you've now put onto your content. So maybe a post isn't getting a lot of likes or engagement on social, whether it's Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, whatever it is, but like that content continues to compound. Your brand continues to be out there. You're getting new eyeballs. You play the algorithms, whatever it is. But like, if I'm having this conversation, why wouldn't I want to put this conversation into all the other formats that I can? Because who knows if I'm able to reach one person? And it really depends also. Like this show is about educating podcasters, but what if it's a self-help thing? If you're able to reach just one person and change their life and a person comes to you saying, thank you for sharing your message, you don't care if only three people listen to it. You reached one person and you changed their life. And that's the way you have to be thinking about it. So if you are taking the time to record a conversation, make sure that you're putting that in all formats. And once again, while we're talking, Technology AI now allows you to do that. In terms of different genres of podcasts, so obviously, you know, yeah, this is a podcast for podcasters trying to bring a bit more sort of insight and education to new podcasters and current podcasters alike. But you've got true crime, you've got business, you've got fiction, you've got sports, you've got personal journeys, you've got all that kind of stuff, guy, like a million categories. I'm exaggerating, there's like 30 in Apple Podcasts. But the point I'd sort of want to raise here is if I'm somebody that is doing something that might not lend itself so well to having show notes made, for example, a fictional podcast, because obviously what you're then doing is potentially leaking spoilers of what's in there. So is there a a kind of a methodology to this where Cast Magic figures out, okay, this is a fictional podcast, so these are the sort of show notes we need to create for it versus this is a business podcast where it can sort of lend itself to a bit more insight. Is there, I guess what I'm trying to say is if you're a different kind of podcast across the genres, will the outputs you get from Cast Magic be vastly different? So there was a guy that reached out and he has a pure noble true crime podcast. He is his day job. Once again, his day job is social media and SEO management. And he loved and used Cast Magic and uses it. And I'm like, all right, explain this one to me because I'd be the same one. Like, why? And he's like, Greg, I spent all this time researching, spent all this time writing a script, spent all this time recording. I do not want to spend more time on the show notes, on the social, the promotion. Like, if I've got a tool that now is able to do that for me, why wouldn't I use that instead of? I got to write more. I've got to figure out how to summarize this. Like, no, let this tool do it for me. And then I can use my brain power of taking it from the 80%. It gets me to the 100%. When he said that, I'm like, great. Then I know the use cases goes far beyond just an interview show. It goes into a sports, a true crime or anything. The specific question on your side is, do we understand the content that you're putting in there and therefore it's going to be better or tailored uh, show notes? The answer is, we don't actually provide show notes. Everyone does their show notes differently. So the 13 outputs for a podcast preset 
don't actually have a show notes. Like there's title, there's descriptions, there's clips and so forth. But like everyone does their show notes differently. So you either piece those things together that we give you, come up with your own prompt and what show notes would look like for you, what a social promotion would look like for you based on the spot style of content or genre of content you've got. So that is really the answer. It's like you've got a true crime show and you don't like the 13 pieces we gave you and you don't feel that you can stitch those together. Come up with your own prompt and what would show notes look like for you? What would a blog post look like for you as a paranormal or a fiction podcast that you're like, how do I how do I promote no matter what? You still have to promote a fiction podcast. So maybe you're not giving away the this is what we talked about in this episode, but like you still need a hook. It's no different than a 30-second commercial. Like, how do we help you write that? That's the beauty of this, is that there is so much ability to manipulate and mold the outcomes that you want from this tool just by being really clear with it and saying, this is what I want. Can you give it to me? And, and you know, unlike ChatGPT, it's pretty much understanding straight away what you're looking to do. It doesn't make the, you know, the amount of times that you put into ChatGPT, can you summarize this? And, you know, and it'll just go off on one about, it'll, it'll mention somebody completely unrelated from your, you know, from your, your episode based on the transcript you put in there. So, that's what I love about it. Hold on. To that point, we're only using, so Cast Magic's only using your recording. So if we go back to your previous question, like if I use ChatGPT, we're only focused on your recording. Whereas if you are putting it as a consumer in ChatGPT, it's very different than the enterprise side that we're using for our plugins to whatever uh, uh, model we're using. So like that allows you to have less of that quote unquote phantom uh, uh, content that's coming in there which becomes a little easier for you to go like, oh, I know this is only my recording versus do I have to fact check it? Like, did it make up something from the outside world, even though I gave it my transcript? So yeah. And it's so accurate as well. I mean, I, I think I've joked to you privately that I have a client who has a, a topic area that I'm just listening to this and it's like, it's, it might as well be French. And I'm literally relying on Cast Magic to tell me what it's actually saying. And nine times out of 10, it's one one. No, let's be honest about it. hundred percent of the time, there might have been one or two times where I've had to slightly tweak things, but other than that, it's been spot on. So the, you know, the amount of trust I put into it and had to, and, uh, and it's been brilliant. It's not let me down yet. So that's a real, that's a definite endorsement from me for the tool in terms of the accuracy level that you're getting from the output. So, so well done guys on that. I was just going to say, obviously this, this show, we got a range of different types of listeners. We got people that are planning to do a podcast. We got people that are podcasting now, but want to sort of, you know, up their game a bit. We got people that have been going for ages and ages and ages and just want to nosy on what, you know, what we're talking about on here. For the person that is, that is listening right now, what would they need to be? You know, what does that look like? Somebody that would be the ideal person to use cast magic for their podcast production their podcast marketing. What do they look like to you? I'd say anyone and everyone. So if you take Cast Magic once again, what it started off as two guys who had a podcast built Cast Magic for their own podcasting needs. But then we saw people are, I guess podcasters are people and they're doing so much. So we've got meetings we set up as a preset. We've got coaching. We've got sales. We're constantly evolving different presets based on you as a consumer, as a user, as a human on what your needs are. So whether it is the person who's like, I'm a hobby podcast and I'm looking to start this, great. Like This is going to overcome those, how do I do all these things? How do I get from zero to one? It's overwhelming. What hosting company do I choose? 
What recording platform do I choose? How do I get all my information out there? Perfect. Simple. Don't overthink it. Cast Magic will help you with the repurposing. If it's the um, person who's been doing this and looking to up your game, well then, yeah, this is definitely for you. Because if you're looking up your game, case in point, Neil, like get your blog more consistent. Why don't you have a consistent <laughs> blog, right? Twice. Twice, right? So why, why aren't you leveraging technology to help you get your message out there more? I'm also going to hammer you. Stop thinking just downloads. Like if you're thinking monetization and the only way you can monetize is with downloads, you are missing out as a business opportunity. Whether you're a true crime show, fine. If you're a true crime show, I get it. You need people to listen to it. But how you engage with those people could be on social, can be on a blog, can be in a newsletter and go like, oh, this was interesting. Or how do you take like the behind the scenes? Like you've seen how many TV shows have supplementary content that they're able to throw in there. Like Cast Magic can help you with that if it's a true crime or a fiction show. Um, and then what was it? Third person like who just wants to know what to do and the technology, go play around with it. Like we've got a seven day free trial, throw something in there, come do an onboarding call. I'll be the guy that, that leads that call. I got resources up to Wazoo to try and help you. But like, once again, 2023, you have no excuse not to be using simple technology that is making your life easier so that you can do more and stop going like, oh, I only have 50 downloads. Can I start monetizing that? I'm like, yeah, you could. But if you're thinking just downloads and CPMs or sponsorships, then you're missing out. If you're thinking, hold on, my newsletter's got 100 people and my social has 100 people, my podcast has 100 people. Well, maybe there's an overlap. Maybe those are different people. Now you can go to a sponsor and say, hey, I've got 300 people. They're all different as opposed to just 100 people for my downloads. And now you've got a package. Now you're selling yourself as a brand and not just a show. Now, in full transparency, I have linked to the tool in the description. This is an affiliate link. I am endorsing Cast Magic as a creator. I think it's brilliant. I use it myself. I use it for client shows. It is definitely going to get you 80% of the way there with your content creation. It'll certainly save you time with the transcript side of things. Trust me on this. And it's going to be much more accurate than anything that any tool will be able to do on platform, including Apple Podcasts. So now let's talk about some more innovative ways AI can help with growing our industry. How about breaking language barriers? AI-driven language translation is bridging the gap between different languages, making podcasts accessible to a global audience. This capability can facilitate real-time translation during live shows or provide translated transcripts for non-native speakers. This actually excites me. The fact that I could technically say this entire section in Spanish is very appealing to me. In fact, let's make that happen. Cast Magic comenzó cuando dos personas que dirigen sus propias empresas respaldadas por capital de riesgo tenían un podcast y no tenemos tiempo para administrar nuestras empresas volviendo a la misma historia. Como si estuvieras haciendo algo más que un podcast. Entonces es como si no pudiera hacer esto. Entonces pudieron crear magia de lanzamiento para sus propias so what about the future implications of AI in podcasting? Well, while AI's current applications in podcasting are already quite impressive, 
the possibilities for the future are even more exciting. With advancements in machine learning, and of course, natural language processing developments, we can expect AI to play an even more significant role in how our thoughts concede and grow in public. Imagine needing to know an answer to a specific question and being someone who's published that answer, then having your episode clip that's relevant to that query surfaced for them specifically. Wow! That's like having your own virtual consultant. And if V for V, or value for value, digital currency was involved, imagine the possibilities. Now look, I'm a bit ick about crypto in podcasting at the moment, but it is going to improve and it will be regulated at some point. So it can only be a good positive thing in the future. AI is rapidly transforming the podcasting landscape, automating processes, enhancing content quality and offering personalized experiences. We've talked about Descript, Orphonic, Cast Magic. These three tools alone are game changers for halving your production workflow time. But as AI tech continues to evolve, the podcast industry will undoubtedly reap the benefits, delivering more engaging and immersive content to your global listeners. So whether you're a seasoned podcaster or a newbie DIYer venturing into this world of podcasting for the first time, embracing AI could significantly improve your workflow boost your content quality, and heighten your listener engagement. The question is, are you ready to leverage it? And should you be adding it to your podcast production workflow? That's a question only you can answer. And as an OG podcaster who very much frowns on cheats and hacks coming into the industry, I was initially resistant to the idea of AI moving into podcasting. It's my beloved traditional space. How dare new tech come in and sully the reputation of creators within this space? But I've now become aware of how it can help me to generate more content that helps more of my ideal listeners and viewers like you. So, shouldn't we be embracing this? as it helps us to do our jobs more rapidly and at higher volume? Again, that's a question only you can answer for yourself. The Podmasters Pro Tip. Engaging directly with your audience by incorporating their voices and stories into your podcast can significantly enhance listener engagement and loyalty. This strategy not only diversifies the content of your podcast, but it also builds a community around it by making your audience feel seen and heard. Here's an idea of how to effectively incorporate your listener contributions. Add a voicemail or voice messaging tool to your website, or just use a special podcast website builder like Podcast Page or PodPage. Links to both of these tools in the description. Global Ranking Stats to Compare Your Podcast With It's time once again for those all-important download numbers which will give you an idea of the percentage ranking of your podcast compared with others. 
If you want to be considered a top 50% podcaster globally, your podcast episode needs to be getting 160 downloads within the first 30 days of its release. You'll want 3,200 downloads within 30 days of release for your episodes if you want your podcast to be considered in the top 10% globally. Top 5%, 7,500 downloads. Top 2%, 20,000 downloads. And if you want to be a genuine top 1% podcaster, your latest episode needs to get 36,000 downloads within the first 30 days of its release. Well, that's it for this latest episode of the Podmaster Podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please do leave us a review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Make sure you're following the show, and you can find out more about the show and stay in touch at podmastery.co. That's podmastery.co. Speak to you next time. The Podmaster is a Podnose podcasting production. Find out more about us at podnose.co.uk. That's P-O-D-K-N-O-W-S Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Podmaster podcast. The fact that you've listened this far tells me you got something out of the episode. Want to get more free tips and insight on how to improve your podcast? Each email will contain insightful, valuable, actionable tips that you can apply to your podcast today to get closer to Podmastery. Sign up now at podmastery.co. That's podmastery.co.